0: Oh, man, this weekend was brutal. I had two drives. And man, just brutal, just brutal the way it went. Welcome to another episode of Basketball Daddy Podcast. This is Keith. The season is almost here, it's going to start on Tuesday, the 19th. And if you were like me, you should have drafted your teams over the weekend. I drafted. I drafted a Snake Draft and an Auction Draft. And I'll let you know how it goes. So, here's how it goes. The Snake Draft was a 16-team draft. I'm selecting 10th. It's a Dynasty Draft, so just keep that in mind. You have to keep some of these players for next two to three years. So, picking 10th and the 10th selection I got Paul George. Then on the second round, 23rd, I got De'Aaron Fox. Third round, 42, I got Kevin Porter Jr. Then Drew Holiday, Spencer Dinwiddie, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Mason Plumlee, Trumo Kiki, Poko Then I went with Kawhi Leonard for next year. Then I round up the next four picks with Eric Blessow, Josh Hart, Davis Bertans, and Thomas Bryant. With a 16-team draft, over 220 players drafted. i say getting Kawhi at 151, Josh Hart at 183. I, I thought they were pretty, that looked pretty good. In the first half of my draft, Paul George, Darren Fox, Kevin Porter Jr., Drew Holiday, Spencer Dinwiddie, Nikki, Alexander Walker, I thought they were pretty good for, Dennis, for Dynasty Draft. Now, obviously, Jason Tatum went 12, and I was questioning about myself whether I should have taken Jason Tatum, but Paul George is due to have a big year, so I don't think I miss any value. And then when Kawhi comes back next year, um, that... That this team looks be really pretty good. I drafted with the mindset to compete this year, but really win it next year? So that's why you know Kawhi and Paul George next year should put me in a pretty good position. But I'm very happy to have Cameron Porter Jr. anyway, because Cameron Porter Jr. should in the next two years should easily be you know a third round, second round player. Not a not a 42 pick, but he, he he should have been. I think next year he will go much higher. So overall, I'm pretty satisfied with the snake draft and a 16 team, team draft in a 16 team league. It's a points league and it's a dynasty league keeper league. So we'll see how that goes. Well, I'm pretty satisfied. With the auction draft, was entirely, entirely different results. I was not happy. I was very miserable. There were two auto drafting teams, and they drafted. One team drafted Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Trey Young. Doncic went for 65. Giannis went for 73, and Trey Young went for 46. I think that's a pretty good. I think that's a pretty good squad. I mean. For auto-draft, that's pretty good. And mind you, this is a nine-category head-to-head with 14 teams. So in 14 teams, you expect the salaries to go that high. Another auto-drafted team went with Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving for $52. Kyrie Irving went for $52. Not sure if he's going to play half a game, but he went for $52 on auto-draft Jason Tatum at 57 is pretty good, and Kevin Durant for $53 is... going to he's gonna beat that value Without going to too much about other teams, some of them went very balanced and some team went very top-heavy I went top-heavy, or at least I tried I went with Harden for sixty-three dollars, which I thought was a bargain, supponers so for forty-eight dollars, which I think was pretty fair value. But then that's when things went sideways. I tried to get Chris Paul, and he went for I was expecting like thirty-five dollar at most, and then he was up to like forty-five, forty-six, and I stopped bidding. I think he eventually went for like forty six or forty seven then I tried to pivot to c. j. McCallum. I was expecting like twenty four dollars something like that, and he got paid up to twenty nine dollars Then I stopped. I realized like this is not going well now, on my targets. people are targeting the same guys I'm targeting. I know that happens. And I was prepared to compete, you know, overbid. For some of them, I I would have gone. In hindsight, I would have gone thirty dollars for Callum and like forty, fifty dollars for for Chris Paul. But I had eighty dollars left, and that would have basically wiped out my entire budget. Fifty for CP3 and thirty for CJ. And I couldn't do it. That's how it goes in auction. It's very unpredictable. No matter how many auction draft you mock. In a real draft, especially in a very competitive league, prices can be very unpredictable. I see players go for way lower than they were in mock draft and way higher than their mock draft. And that's just the truth. So I pivot, I went to my backup options, like True Holiday, Kyle Lowry Then I drained the rest of my budget with OG and I went with Hawford Then I went with a bunch of $1 guys Shen I went with like Marcus Morris Mason Plumlee and man tell you the truth, that auction draft was miserable. I was miserable the whole night because I couldn't get the guys I wanted to get, at least the key guys. You know, uh, I was out of money to get Bogdan Bogdanovich. I was out of money to get Draymond Green. I couldn't bid up for guys like Kevin Porter Jr., who went for like $6. Like I said, this Kevin Paul Jr. should be like a second-round guy, third-round guy easily next year. he went for $6 here. Basically a late round guy. Kevin Porter Jr. And I couldn't even get Joe Ingles. Man, it was just miserable. If you're in my league. And you're listening to this. You know how I felt. Alright. Here's the truth. It was miserable. But at the same time. It was a lot of fun. And I enjoyed the competition. Even though. Even though you guys told my players. All I can say is, Snake Draft to Auction Draft is like chess versus checkers. Auction Draft is the chess. In Snake Draft, everything is much more predictable. There is a order to things. You can always reach for you guys if you really want them. In Auction, you have a chance to get everyone, one of your guys, but sometimes it's out of your control. Fantasy 101 Welcome to another segment of Fantasy 101. Now that you have drafted a team, it's time to manage it. Time to play the game. If you were drafted any injured players, Put them in your reserve and pick up a player from the player pool the free agent pool and make sure it's a player that you can use in the first week if you're playing head-to-head for instance look at the team schedules see if there's any player in the player pool that's playing Tuesdays and Thursdays usually those are the days there are like not that many games where most of your team are not playing and if you have an open roster spot you can actually get more production from a player who plays Tuesdays, Thursdays, or Saturdays and the weekends Usually those are the days where there are not that many games and that player that you pick up for that open roster spot can produce on those days when the rest of your team or most of your team is on the bench, not playing Now the next thing you need to do is start your players Yahoo has a start active player button where you can start every active player Every day for the rest of the week. And Newsflash. FanTrack now also has that same feature. They didn't have it last year. But now they have it for this year. There's a start active player button. And you can just do the same thing. Start all the active player. For the rest of the week. Thank you for listening to this episode. And to my podcast. You can find me at. Basketball Daddy Pod. On reddit hope to see you there. You're read some of my writing, uh, stuff that I wrote before the episode, and some other additional contents. Thank you so much for listening.